That's a cool hoodie, you know. Bruh, it's getting huge on me. Yeah, it's a big it's one, isn't really it? On me. It used to fit on me real, real tight. Dang. But it used to fit on me. It's a big one. Yeah, we know you started recording, Justin. We're here. I didn't even see. Because <laughs> you're looking at us like, I no, bet this I niggas was... don't know. Come on, come on. <laughs> and we just started, guys. Michael, can you, Michael, can you come back to the screen for us so we can see your full face, sir? I'm actually in the screen, though. I just, yes. Thank you, sir, for cooperating. For the yeah, you're welcome. My God. All right. What's up, y'all boys? We back at it again. What you saying, podcast episode nine? I got my boy Michael in the building. What's up, Michael? What's good, big dogs? How's it been? How's it been, you guys? Yeah. I got my boy <laughs> Abu in the building. What's up, man? <laughs> what's going on? How's everybody? All my all my Muslim brothers and sisters. Man, y'all gotta work on y'all intros. But anyways, uh, we oh, here. Keep it, keep it simple, man. Short and <laughs> hey, hey, I'm not knocking y'all hustle. Y'all do what y'all want to do. But we here at the start of April, the start of a new month, you know. You got where a problem. Where's the, where's, the, where's the phrase? I'm waiting on this one. Where is it? I'm about to do a whole lot of content. Wait, wait, live and local, man. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> live and local, man. He was getting there, man. He was getting there. Yeah, done. Come on, Bedard. So, anyways, you know, it's the start of the new month. We're in April. Uh, of course, we have Easter at the end of this month because he's the reason for the season. But, um, uh, Boo, uh, what you celebrate, uh, what is it, Ramadan? Yeah, man. Go ahead, and, go ahead and tell the people what Ramadan is, man. Basically... A month of fasting, and during this month of fasting, a lot of us are supposed to spend a lot more time trying to get closer in our relationships with God and uh, pray and take care of things that we have to do relative to um, cleansing ourselves. You know, that's mm-hmm. uh, good. It's good for the heart. It's good for the mind. It's good for the body. It's a good time. You don't look so excited about Ramadan, man. You like it's I a mean, painful thing to experience. I mean, to a degree, but it's not like, oh my god, like, because it's like, you know, fasting. You know, it's not supposed to be easy. Don't kill yourself, though. You know, when you when you break your fast, make sure you're not eating too heavy. Make sure you're drinking a lot of water and fluid. That way, the next day you come into it feeling a little loose, a little better. No. That's the major. So that's what you do? You just drink a whole lot of water? Um, I eat. Lately, what has been, what has been, for the, like, because it's been, what is, today is day three. Um, so I eat some food, a plate of food, whatever entree that I have. 
and then I eat some Twizzlers and then drink some water, a couple bottles of water, or three or four, and I go to bed. I don't wake up in the morning to eat or anything like that. Uh, only thing I wake up for is to pray Fudger. That's it. Yeah. I, I like to take Ramadan a little bit easier. A lot of people like to go harder during the Ramadan related to like, I don't know, like working out and all that stuff. And I don't like being, I don't like pushing myself too hard during the Ramadan. So I like to take things easier, relax, think about what I'm go- going through and what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. Okay. Yeah, man. I could get it to a sense. Okay. Yeah, you do what man. you do, man. You continue to be great. How long is Ramadan? Uh, it's supposed to be 30 days. It's, I think this year is supposed to be 30 days. We'll see, though. It's based off of the moon. We'll see. So how long, do you, how long do you do Ramadan? 30 to 29 days. No, I asked you how long do you do it? What do you mean? Fast? Yeah. Do you do the whole 29 or 30? Yeah. Do you do yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. Who, who doesn't? I don't know. I, I don't do Ramadan. I know it. I know it. But yeah, man. It's good, though. It's good for the heart. It's good for a Muslim uh, overall. Iman. I mean, Iman. You know, belief in the faith, etc. Congratulations to you, and good luck to you, man. I hope you don't pass out of it, though. Nah, man. I'm drinking that water, man. You gotta get that water. Anyways, uh, before we get to the topic of today, uh, I posted on our Instagram that the House um, passed a bill to, what was it, to legalize uh, marijuana, uh, whether it was medication or um, recreational marijuana. But um, interesting facts about it is it can't be passed yet because... um, well, I'm going to explain it just a little bit more so everybody can understand it. It's actually called um, it's Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Ex- <coughs> Excuse me, Expungement Act. Um, of course, like I said, it, it's to legalize uh, marijuana nationwide. Um, it eliminates um, criminals who were penalized with it, who went to jail for it. Um, Crazy enough, this bill, if it's passed, if it goes to, I believe, if the House and the Senate and the President, I don't know. I can't remember. My my, uh, my days of, what is it, whatever that elective class is, is over with. So I don't <laughs> but um, if it is passed, it will increase the cannabis sales from 5%, and it will go greater to 8%. So that's kind of a... I mean, if you want to sell, you know, cannabis, you better uh, find a cheap plug. (laughs) And to actually advance the vote to the next uh, position in the power, there would need to be at least 60 more votes when they go back into it to actually pass the legislation. So what do y'all think about that? What do y'all think about them actually legalizing marijuana? Michael, do you want to go first? talk about what you think yeah um i think it's been a long time coming um i mean who doesn't smoke weed 
these days. And when you look at some selective states and you see that they're long gone legally in that aspect, then it's it's a long time coming before it be, um, it's it's just a matter of time become before it becomes a federal thing. So yeah, to me, I've I've always seen it coming because medicine supports it and mental health supports it and majority of uh majority of this generation supports it so hence why um why it doesn't it does it shouldn't affect people's lives um i think that um those people the release of those people that are in jail i think that's a significant thing as well then it means that some people's life that are being derailed, blah, 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 would get to leave their life and all that. So, yeah, I just think it's a long time coming. I, 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 it's, there's, nothing, there's nothing special for, for me because everybody does it. And it's, 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 a, it's a matter of thing that once everybody does it, then... All we have, all the government has to do is just create an avenue that people don't start having to hide it, which can lead to different type of crimes. Because sometimes the secretly transmission or delivering transportation of something can lead to other things as well. Yeah. So okay. I've seen it coming. Yeah. Thank you. Kudos. Kudos. What you got to say about it, Vidal? Um, yeah, I kind of agree with that too. I don't. I just don't think it's one of those things where people's lives should be, especially when, let's, let's be honest, there are things out here that have just as worse of an effect and are legal, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where it's like, all right, if, if it happens on a federal level, nothing but good and opportunity can come from it, you know? Um, I think that ultimately honest with you, our government, I don't believe that our government should be restricting what we can and can't get relative to anything. I believe that our government should inform us on the effects of these things and ultimately create the safest avenue they believe, you know, and I think uh, legalizing marijuana would create that, you know, it would create the safest avenue. It wouldn't be create people who have to make these back doors and do all these this and that and jump through hoops and all this stuff, you know? I think it would only help relative to research with as well as medical uses and all that thing, things like that. But I think it's a good, it's a good idea. So I'm just sorry to, because I, I, Justin saw my face. But I, I just, yeah, I I was I it was it was it was a phrase that Abu said that just kind of you know pointed blank at me and it was um the government shouldn't have restriction over yeah the the government shouldn't have restriction over people's intake and I feel like if the government don't have restrictions over people's intake then it's going to affect not only the people that's taking them, but the people surrounding them. Like, there are some there are some aspects as to why some things have regulations and some things are restricted. Especially in the homes that... In homes that um, people that are of age that can have it do not have the necessarily implication of the thing. Like, sometimes we hear... 
you know, we have friendly prescription of a drug. But whenever we get friendly prescription of that drug, we don't actually go inside and look at the intent. We don't look at the percentage of the composition of that specific drug. But because we have had a word from a friendly prescription, we go ahead and take that drug. But little do we know that we as individuals react differently to different types of drugs. And that's just focusing on drugs. There are also different things that it is necessary that there has to be regulation on. Because sometimes it might not be used for its actual intent. So yeah, I don't agree with that. And I just wanted to point that out. I was saying that it should be legalized so that the government can create an avenue relating to what isn't and what is okay. That's what I was saying. I believe that. No, I'm not talking about marijuana. I was talking about in respect to, in general, that you said government shouldn't have regulations about what people can or can't take into the system. Oh, yeah. I understand. So with all this going on, what what do you think is going to be like the change in our society probably in the next two to five years? Relating to drug usage? No, just in general. Like, let's say like I have this idea I had to stop like in the next mm, let's just say three to five years that money isn't really going to be as useful as it is and I mean like dollar bills because as you see we move towards uh what is this um Ele- have, electronic currency yeah you have like tap payments um you don't even have to go out to actually buy you know, buy things. You got Apple Pay. You can just buy things mm-hmm. on the websites and all that. And that with cash all year long. And really and truly, like Damn. most of, most arenas, like if you go to the arena of Atlanta, uh, they don't even accept cash. You just have to do card all all throughout the whole arena. So I would just that's just one major thing that's probably going to change in the next couple of years. And I just want to get y'all an idea of what next major thing will be changed or accepted in society. That's a hard one, you know. Think about it. That's a hard one, you know. I Dang. think um, education is going to go... Di- I think education is going to drift more digitally, and I think public schools are going to start getting outsourced. I, I need to get out of my head, having, I think what's going on right now is that there's a lot of issues between teachers and uh, how uh, the public's perception of how teachers are teaching their students and I think COVID just exposed all of that, relating to the fact that now you're having teachers who are like, being a teacher isn't worth it. Um, having teachers come out on social media talking about, oh, I made more money off of Instacart than I did teaching. I'm never going back to being a teacher. I've seen stuff like that on Twitter. And I'm sitting here like, wow, there's counties where 60% of teachers are leaving the schools. And, and I'm sitting here like, wow, this is bad. This is bad in terms of how public education is something that needs to be addressed on a federal level because this this can't be something that continues. I think that education is very important, but I think the system in itself is going to have to shift towards something that's catered to how our society is today. I don't think educate, the education system is catered to it. That's why we're having where it's like, to go to college or not to go to college, you know? Right. I understand. The past generation didn't have this. 
college was a direct segue into the work into the workforce. Nowadays, it's like if you don't got experience, if you're not older, you know what I'm saying. If you don't, if you don't have a specific certification with some extensive history, it's hard for you to get a job. It's hard. So this next generation is gonna have to either create an avenue for that, or the the generation above us is gonna have to create an avenue. I got you, I got you. Michael, you came up with something yet? I see you still pondering over there. It's okay not to know. No, I said, I was saying Abu need to get out of my head because I, I had a quick <laughs> thought about that. And it is, um, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to reiterate what he just said, but education is moving, is moving mad. Like, when I started to realize that middle school, well, in my county, middle school and um middle school and high schools were starting to give at least one digital day a week i was like okay there's a shift coming and when you talk about what abu already mentioned the perspective of teachers but if we talk about the perspective of the perspective of students as well like some students are more inclined to learn in technology than having to sit in class and assimilate uh, something that might not be useful for them in the future. But I feel like digital learning has its good and its bad side in the aspect of sometimes when uh, parents working hours uh, do not correlate with um, school hours as well. Like that could be something where commitment of the child might not be present. And digital, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm a witness and I have firsthand learned it, that digital takes commitment and it takes um time management so sometimes those kids might not have the level and that understanding and just the willingness they're kids they will they will choose play than learning in an instant so and don't forget that uh, some people's situation literally they literally need to be at school you know exactly some people don't have the resources Exactly, and I think those those factors are what is delaying a complete migration, especially in my county, for like a whole semester. Yeah, so I feel like education plays a lot. But something I just had picked up in my head, but was um, uh, the the human labor for manufacturing. I think that's going to change in the coming years. I I know Amazon already has a head start on that, but it is the fact where um. The cases where robots and technology come into place and replace human labor in many um, uh, many division of labor aspect type of jobs, many um, different and different categories type of manufacturing where different things are put at different times. So I also think that in that aspect, technology might innovate and probably get some people kicked out of their jobs. Oh, but man, technology has already been talked about and how it's already going to ruin people's jobs like if you think about it most people like they only need like one switch of a button to control the whole house yeah. or, or like how you have self-checkout at grocery stores even though some people don't like it because they don't like the whole hassle with it but technology is, is already replacing us as, our, as we speak right now they just haven't <laughs> they just hasn't initiated it enough to actually be physically present 
so that it can't replace us. But and see, like, also another thing to that um, is that, like, I think that's where I'm sitting here and I'm recognizing that I don't think people are understanding that. Don't get me wrong, getting out there and getting into the workforce is good and all, but it's it's great until you recognize that oh, sometimes that's why I don't really get the notion relating to people where it's like I get you. You don't need school in a sense, but what I don't understand is that ultimately all this is changing is the standard to what you know to being average is changing. It's shifting in a sense that if you want to be able to keep your job in the future, you're going to need some type of certification to showcase that I have the capacity to be working amongst PCs and computers. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's whether it's you're an IT major, whether you're a business major, and you got to go and get you a master's degree to be competitive in the workforce and make sure that you have safety when it comes down to the nitty-gritty of, oh, uh, uh, Amazon is about to fire a bunch of employees because they got computers that can scan packages and put them and organize them instead of having humans do it. Now we need people who have the certifications to be able to manage those PCs. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Those PCs and those computers and those robots. So I I think that I think that also coming down when it comes down to it, the education system isn't catered to making kids and adults and teenagers and everybody understand that aspect. It's something that you have to take the resources that we have now and go learn and recognize that oh this is why this skill is necessary this is why this uh degree exists this is why this certification exists because you you can't you can't compete a high a person with a high school diploma is going to be hard for you to compete in the long run with somebody who has a business degree or an it degree or a communications degree or uh, you know what I'm saying? Even a person with an arts degree, they they'll still do a job over somebody who doesn't have a degree at all. Relating to um, the I guess the public sector of that type of thing, when it comes to writing and all that type of stuff. So I just think the standards of society is is shifting. It's shifting on a different scale that already is becoming outsourced only because. The lower level isn't enough. I got you. I completely understand about that. But um, I just really think education really does need to, the whole education system really needs a, a, a revamp because I understand um, it's, it's, it's essential in life, but I feel like the educational system can honestly and actually teach you things that are useful for life like how to how to how to how to file taxes how to write a check how to invest your money wisely besides just you know the whole math the language arts english even though language oh. arts and english are the same thing but you know math english science history just have like a like a financial literacy class like actually incorporate that into the education system so that when we are out in the real world we can actually comprehend and understand oh this is what it needs to do or this is what it needs to take to you know 
have this amount of money or that amount of money in our in our bank accounts or wherever you store your money at so I can be financially stable and financially set for my life because you know uh, through history not through history through life you know you're basically comfort with your mother and father through what I think from the day you're born to you about 26 because when you turn 26 you basically off your uh, parents insurance and all that so that's another thing you have to worry about the right insurance but during the whole time of you being on that you know you're kind of leaning towards you know the help of your parents so and they try to you know basically tell you what what's the best way to save your money financially but actually incorporating that in school too will actually more so emphasize that because uh i think we said this before like most people or most children they don't have that you know family status of oh my father can teach me this and my mother can teach me this because you only have one mother or you only have one father so yeah. actually incorporating that into the educational system would be a good thing too so maybe yeah. that, maybe that'd be one change in the near future <coughs> i agree I agree as as well as the fact too that um they come from a different generation and the standard of how um that generation needed to make income versus this generation needs to make income there's a tremendous difference it is. in this generation I don't want to say you're going to be poor with one source of income but it's going to be hard to live the life that you want to live with one source of income relative to just keeping taking care. I mean, talking about on Georgia, on average, the average person just off of their base rent to have a, a home is paying about over a thousand dollars a month. That's a lot of money. When you really think about it, that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money on a on a monthly scale, and that's not including groceries. That's not excluding including utilities. That's not even. I'm not even accounting for people who own a house for real. This is including apartments, et cetera, and et cetera. Uh, I say that in a sense to recognize that the scaling to how life is, there needs to be an update in, in the sense of people who don't have it need to have a way to be educated on it. Right. Because that, that, that dip in um, the privilege versus the underprivileged is it's tremendous like how much somebody who has everything can learn versus somebody who has nothing can learn the have and the have nots yeah Mikey you want to weigh in on anything you got nothing I'm good so Boo I'm actually kind of glad you brought up the uh, topic about how our generation is different from you know the past generations because um our generation we are more so caught up on our, in the things that we want to do and i'm gonna break it down to you like this like when my parents were growing up or let's just say when anybody's parents were growing up in the like let's say late 90s early 80s uh they stayed at a job for like 20 30 plus years and that was basically the only thing that they need. That's the only thing that they wanted to do because they didn't really have that courage that we have this in this generation to actually say, hey, if I don't like this job, I'm going to leave it whether I have the job or not. 
and either find something that I'm interested in or create something for myself. Yeah. Wait, do uh, do we sorry, do we have the courage to do we have the courage to do that though? I mean some people do. I don't know too many people who like from my experience of working, I don't know too many people who stays at stay at jobs very long, to be honest with you. And I think no, it's, I think I think I think is sorry. I just I think I think is I think it's it's it varies because we have to look at the the sort of demographics that we're basing this conclusion on. Like some people that I know, some people got bills to pay. If you have bills to pay, there's no type of courage that you want. There's no amount of courage that you gonna have. To quit a job without having to back up. Yeah, for you sure. You get it? Like, but for, you know, youths or our generation that still have, let's say, some people that are in college that still have uh, parents to fall back on. Or some people that have another source of income. It's easy to quit a job such as that. So, that's why I feel like demographics also matter. But go ahead, Abu. Yeah. About to, I was about to say that to an to an extent, but realistically speaking, um, I would say a majority of people don't have anything to fall back on. A majority of Americans don't have anything to fall back on. I mean, I don't I don't know the specific percentage of the wealthy, but I know it's less than ten percent. You know what I'm saying? I know it's less than ten percent of people, and the middle class is statistically getting smaller. You know. Because let's be honest with you, if you're not if you're not making more than fifty an hour, it's hard for you to it's hard for you to make a living. It's hard for you to live. So I, I would I would say lift with a decent standard at least. With a decent standard where you're not struggling on a monthly basis. You you can save money, you can build a second source of income, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I would say relating to um topics like that I, I would say it's just it's different and it it's hard when you're not when you don't have the system when you don't have it because there's a lot of people who don't and it's just one of those things where it's like uh, I don't know how does society shift towards that without having to make people feel like they need governmental help because governmental help doesn't even help the economy. It it makes it harder for people on the on a day to day basis. The more the government spends, the more we all suffer in the end. Because we have to, it has to be paid back somehow. You know, it has to be paid back sometime. Like for example, we're all gonna have to pay for these COVID relief funds. We're all gonna have to pay for them. And the only reason we're all gonna have to pay for it, the way we have to pay for it economically, is because of the fact that either one, it wasn't allocated to the right people the right way, or Two, that's just the nature of how the government works, you know? It's just one of those things where it's like, I don't know, we'll have to figure something out. In, in due time, man, in due time. You know, just, just, that's, but that's that's not our worry just yet. We gotta, we gotta, we got more stuff on our plate than just that. <laughs> I know it. Facts. But anyways, as we get... To the meat of the to the meat of the bone. As we get to the root of what we are discussing for tonight, Michael, what's the topic for tonight, big dog? 
none other than physical fitness, guys. We're talking about how to exercise your body. We're talking about what is healthy and what is not healthy. We're, we're talking about uh, also mental fitness as well through physical fitness. Okay. And we're, well, the goal is to end up motivating someone here. So kindly like, uh, subscribe, and comment. Specifically comment um, if you're motivated as we go across the video. But yes, fitness. <laughs> um, so scared of the topic. I love it. <laughs> I guess I'll start off. You know, um, uh, physical fitness is actually a it's a wonderful thing. You should everybody should uh, do. I think the United States is one of the world's most obese uh, places. And, Wonder uh, why. Anyway, you live in the United States too. I don't, I can't specifically place what, what uh, state has the most obese. I didn't. You know what? I do. I have your house. I'm not gonna lie. I was about to eat some Twizzlers during this. I was about to pull up. (laughs) And this is why. So according to the state of child obesity database, Mississippi has the most obesity rate. I don't live in Mississippi. The second one is the second one is Virginia. And the third one Yeah. So we're looking at we're looking for Georgia, isn't it? And the Georgia is heh, wow. I think we're low, kind of. Sort of. We're low in mental health too. <laughs> Georgia is seventeen. Out of fi- out of fifty, you sure? It's sure, it's not bad. It's, it's, not, it's not great, but it's not bad. We're not, we're not even, we're not even in the middle. We're somewhere in the middle, but, uh, we're not here to talk about Georgia all the way. So, <laughs> I think when it comes down to physical fitness, yeah, going to the gym is great and all that, but I really feel like if you have a consistent diet, as in to, like, eating less sugar and all that, and, like, stop going to fast food restaurants, you can actually... I feel like you have a problem with what I said. <laughs> no, I'm not like... you. I was thinking of, I was thinking about something. And and sorry, I just have to say this. And this is please, this is not shade. But the amount of physical fitness videos I've seen out there and motivation videos I've seen out there Trash. enables me to give a speech about physical fitness. And yeah, I just feel like it's very significant. Because some people are really overwhelmed by everyone trying to be a motivate, motivation, motivator, motivationalist. I know that's not a word. Just a motivational speaker, man. Yeah, motivational speaker. Yeah, but um, so many people are overwhelmed by that. But it comes down to, and I hope I don't become one, become them by saying this. But just saying, say something, and it comes down to, you can lose weight in different ways. Mm-hmm. But I think the bottom line is being healthy, honestly, mm-hmm. regardless of 
what size you are. I think the bottom line is being healthy. It doesn't mean you can't live your life for you. It doesn't mean you can't do what you do what you please at the time. But yeah. it's it's putting a sort of restriction. But, you know, we can list the do's and don'ts. And um, everybody's beautiful the way they are, please. If you see me, I'm beautiful too. Thank you. But that's besides the point. What I wanted to say is that you have to, you have to, you have to want it. Bottom line, I think that, and it, I, it was a realization for me too. I'm sorry, I'm still in the spotlight, guys. I apologize, Go but ahead. I just wanted to put this out there because it just came at me. But I think the significant thing about this is that you have to want it. You can't be forced because everything about being healthy relies on consistency. And yeah, I sound like a gym rat or one of their motivational speakers again. I'm sorry. But bottom line is, it's the truth. It, it's all, the pillar is consistency. And for you to be consistent, you have to want something. So once you want it, you have to consistently do it. So what are the things that you can consistently do it? Justin and Nabu are going to let us know. But I just wanted to touch on the fact that it's okay if you don't want to start tomorrow. It's okay if you don't want to start next week. But it has to be something that you you have to put as a priority in your life. Being healthy. Mm -hmm. And that's just me. Thank you. I might shut I up for the rest of the video, but yeah. You don't have to, you don't have to shut up. Go ahead, Abu. Yeah. At the end of the day, um, I think another thing is because of, as a result of those motivational speeches and all those things, because me, I felt this even on a mental scale with um, how I even perceive my own belief in my religion, where it's like, you don't have to live your life on an extreme. At the end of the day, everything comes with a learning curve and that ultimately you don't have to start out doing five sets of maxing every week on squats and, and bench pressing and can literally just start with you know what i like listening to music i don't mind outside walk outside for 10 minutes then next week it becomes 15 then it becomes 20 then it becomes 30 then it becomes uh two miles then you say uh i want to walk now i want to start running because you've been walking for five miles for the last you know six months blinking 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 blink. so what i'm trying to say is the elements to these things start on a simple basis you're gonna mess up. You're gonna make mistakes. Even mentally, mentally, it's it's the biggest. It's the big. That's the biggest part of it all. Mental, mental is the biggest part of all. Part of it all. Because when I felt at my worst, I couldn't work out. I'm not gonna lie. I couldn't work. Bro. Do it to myself. I was Bro. too much. It caused physical pain. You know. What I'm saying? Just, Let's not even talk about it. Just a man here. But Tell yeah, important, y'all. Yeah, man. I'm sorry. There's no. Sometimes motivational speakers be like magic, abracadabra. It works, but sometimes it's it's beyond that. Sometimes, like we can. Don't get me longed. Uh, <laughs> longed. Don't get me wrong. A lot of people can be moved through the words that they hear, but sometimes. It also takes that conviction, that self-conviction. And that is why as humans, we require self-reflection once in a while to understand the stage we are in our lives.
but I said I wasn't going to talk again, so sorry. No, Go ahead. You, just no, you're fine. You're good. It, every, every opinion and every word matters. Uh, but y'all did hit on a whole lot of keynotes that I was hitting on. Basically, uh, being consistent is the major factor in it. Um, it's not gonna, it's not gonna happen overnight. Um, just have to keep going at it, keep grinding, keep, keep pushing yourself to actually, you know, you don't have to go into a Planet Fitness. You don't have to go to a Crunch Fitness. You don't have to go to LA Fitness. You don't have to do all of that. You don't have to get a membership. Just going out for a walk, like a boost set, and just trying to increase that, just increasing that on a daily basis, encouraging yourself, censoring yourself around people who actually want to get in that right physical shape. I mean, if you're comfortable with your body, I'm happy for you. Just stay healthy, go to like regular doctor visits and all that. Make sure everything's all right on the inside and the out. Mm-hmm. Uh, just do what you can do, but um, find, find the right diets to do. Um, not all diets are right for everybody. Just find what you, just find what you are capable of doing, because everything doesn't work for everybody. Like when I used to, when I started going to the gym, I would basically do what the things I went, the people I went to the gym with, I would do those type of things. But then I had to realize in my mind, what they're trying to do isn't something that I'm trying to do. Like he said, they were probably they were probably trying to bulk while I was trying to cut. I was trying mm-hmm. to lose weight, lose fat while they were trying to gain muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Justin used so, to kill me in the gym all the time. Boy, shut your mouth. We should we should do a we should do a um a gym vlog. It's coming, guys. It's it's the funniest thing you ever see. I promise you. I promise you. You know, Justin. Justin has molded himself into that. Like he has turned himself into a gym. You know. Justin might just be cruel enough to post one of the photos of my gym face. You oh done? He, he might just do that right now. Look, Boy, kill him. Boy, right forget, forget, the, forget the gym face, man. I got a whole pitch. I ain't even going to talk about it. This is, I'm, I'm just going to post why it up no, there. This is why nobody's safe. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is I why like, nobody's safe, yeah. But like a boo like said, don't, don't go in in the gym or wherever you just trying to max out like don't go to the gym your first day and try to bench 245s you're that not gonna want to do it tomorrow i'm telling anymore. you right i'm trying to help you right now you're not gonna want to <laughs> do it tomorrow nah. For, uh, tomorrow you're gonna be like dang do i even want to move like do i even want to go to work do i even want to nah. do i want to do my homework like hey, nah. that is just as bad as doing nothing for your mental health. You get I, to a point when you recognize that, oh, okay, I want to push past my limits. Oh, I want to find my balance related to my limits. You will get to that point on its natural curve. That's something that actually it will come to you. I do have a question though for um for you look for you for you Jim Goaz. And it, the question was um. The question was, when you're mentally drained, how do you force yourself to go, not go to the gym, but to move? Because moving is some sort of exercise. How do you, like, and I know we talked about it earlier, that mental mental um, health is plays a keynote in you, whether being able to go to the gym or not. But 
I, I've heard a lot of people say that even when they're down, when they're failing, when they're depressed, that they can get up and go to the gym. And I just wanted to know how that was possible. So that's what I'm asking. I'll, I'll, I'll take a jab at it. Um, the reason why most people can go to the gym is because they use it as an, they use it as an escape from their life and what they do. Like, if I was ever, like, struggling or ever, let's just say depressed, even though I'm not really depressed, um, I'll probably, I wouldn't do my regular workout, which is either upper body or lower body. I'll probably, like, go on, like, the treadmill for X amount of hours just to enjoy that moment, put in some headphones, enjoy that moment, and be in my own little world, be in my own little space. And actually, you know, think about process what's going on in my life and how can I change because like once you once you tune out that world and you get in your own little world, it's a whole different like feeling that you get to have. And not even that too, uh even if I even on the opposite spectrum, um sometimes uh, I would go to the gym and walk because for the last few months, uh last two months I personally haven't been able to really, really work out. And at first, it started affecting me on a mental scale, but then I started recognizing, okay, you don't have to put pressure on yourself like this. I would take time at the gym and I'd go and walk around the track and, and talk to people about some of my experiences and, and let things go and talk with certain people. I would just to have that sense of community, you know? Just talk to people. Go in there talk to the guys who are hooping, dribble the basketball around. Not hoop, but uh, dribble the basketball around. Talk to I have a question a to ask. Sorry. Sorry, Ambo. I cut you again. I apologize. I feel like, I feel like this, I already know this question. Go ahead and ask it. No, you don't. You don't Go know ahead. the question. Go ahead. The question is how how can you um how can you eat fried chicken and still lose weight? That's my question. Moderation. Moderation. <laughs> you, guys, you did you see the sink in that response? That's, you, how, that's how you know they're, they're good at what they're doing. <laughs> you, you can't eat a, uh, a chicken thigh and a, and, a, and a breast and then and then think you're going to be smaller tomorrow. You can't do it. You can't do it. You're not going to be smart. You can't eat a full bag of uh, share-sized Twizzlers and think you're going to be smaller the next day. You know? You can't do it. <laughs> you can't eat a bottle, a bag of share-sized uh, uh, Kit Kat Thins. Cause I got the Thins. Thing I, you know, I don't eat those things in it. They all sit up here. They're looking yeah, we, at me. We know. We know. <laughs> We know you got a king size Twizzler, a king size Reese's, something yeah, in that room. Something yeah. in that room. I got, I got the Reese's. You know, they got the Reese's. Look at you. Example. I got a pack of almonds too. It's a, it's a, it's some gummy Skittles and all that. You know, but I also, I also, I also wanted to. Yeah, moderation. I think that's also key as well. But I also want to talk. I also know, I also want to touch up on the fact that is it me is it me but I get pissed off when somebody looks like this 
and eat food as big as this and still look like this. Why don't I get that gift, you know? That's, that's that like sometimes, why, why does my food intake needs to have such consequences? Why, also, my, why can't my consequences be, ooh, just automatically reduce weight? You well, know? metabolism is progressive. What I noticed with my life and my experiences when I was losing weight, um, yeah. uh, what I recognized was, I, so I got to a point where I was working out consistently, and it was like, I just knew what I could eat, and it would just, I would burn it like, like nothing, like nothing, nothing, like, Really? I'm getting to a point where, like, I'm eating whatever, and then I'm coming to the scale, and I'm still getting smaller. And it's not that I'm eating whatever frequently. It's like, for, like, for example, I'm using I'm using fasting for a frame of reference. Um, since the Ramadan started, I've been eating one big plate or one semi-big or, you know, regular plate, and I'll come back either the same weight or less, and some Twizzlers and a bunch of water. And I'll come back the next day feeling regular. Feeling regular. Um, I done get, got some results on the scale. So I think it's people who who do that type of thing have also created a system. You, you might not see it because in your mind, you just see a small guy eating a giant plate. But realistically speaking, this small guy calculated it. He said, you know what? I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry. He said no to three meals today. And then that one time you asked him to eat, he said, all right, bet. That went crazy. Because he, just, he denied three meals that whole day. You know what I'm saying? So it's different scales to it. People who are skinny, it's not just the fact that, oh, fast metabolism. Fast metabolism comes from your body burning a lot. You know what I'm saying? Naturally, some people down to uh, how much they burn on a day-to-day basis, some people's body need more energy. Some people, they need more energy to be alive. That's just what it is. Yeah, and most people, they they, uh, they count their calorie intake, which means like they try to yeah. reach a certain number of calories. Um, I, used to, I used to know mine, but I just said forget about it. I barely eat anyway, so it don't really matter to me. Last metabolism is low-key a curse. <laughs> Really? That's low key a curse, bro. It is. It, you you should be able to store a certain level of fat in your body. You know what I'm saying? A fast metabolism is low key a curse. Shit, I think I got it. Well, I didn't say I, I didn't say I wanted it. I just said <laughs> I just said bless up, bless up to those people. No, no, yeah. we know we know somebody that got a fast metabolism, and he <laughs> let's move on. You know. He alright, fool. He alright, but <laughs> my God. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like that, like a vacuum. Like, you know, you know it's a violation. You know it's a violation. You know it's a violation when Justin calls somebody anorexic. Boy, <laughs> boy, it's a violation thing, man. If you ever get in a fight with him and he hit you with that knee, boy, you is done for. Just getting in it's a good thing I don't fight. I'm a Jesus child, so I don't you, fight. Oh, we know. We know. <sighs> that was like, I love it. Oh, man, but 
Well, yeah, it's, yeah, but physical fitness is a, it's a great way to actually uh, care for yourself, care for your body. Um, just don't let the the scale, you know, demonetize you. If you see it fluctuate, and it's gonna fluctuate whether you like it or not. Um, you don't lose weight. Yeah, that's, that's just that's just that's just the mo. You just gotta. Mm-hmm. Just, I be constantly say you just gotta keep on grinding, keep on doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I feel like the the best way to progress or see progression is you know the each hair. week, each week try to do something different. Like if you on the bench press, if you bench one thirty five that whole week, then maybe like the next week you put a ten pound on there. That's the one foot. Yeah, do that. That's progression. It just shows progression. It's just, just yeah. don't give up. If you if you have the mindset to do it, you can do it. Anybody's capable of doing it. Like, can accomplish anything you put your mind to, man. Yeah, like sometimes, like when I used, I still go to Planet Fitness. I'm trying to change my membership, but that's beside the point. To where? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna get to that. Boy, be shut your mouth. <laughs> like, when I went to Planet Fitness one day, I. There was this trainer, and uh, he was training this uh, woman. And I don't want she was she wasn't big, but she was she was she was a I don't I don't want to like insult anybody, but yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, so, that man? So like when she was training with, like when she was doing a workout with the trainer, I was like in my mind, I was like, damn, I would love to see your transformation. And that really like encouraged me to do more because like if she can do that, mm. she was probably I don't want to put an age, but I'm a good. She was probably like I say forty, thirty five to the least. But if she can do that, a person nine, ten years younger than her can actually try to achieve, you know, that body goal that he wants to, or she wants to achieve. And that's another reason why people like going to the gym because it's a source of encouragement, like. You see a man who is, let's just say, 300 pounds, consistently come to the gym every day, knocking out stuff, doing this. And then you see them shredding them pounds, you'll probably go up to them and say, hey, big dog, my guy, what did you do to get back? And they'll tell you, but like we always say, it's just about consistency. It's about that drive. It's about going to, <clears throat> going to that place in your mind where is I am capable to doing this. Being the best version of yourself. Yeah. Being the best version of yourself is a full circle. Not only do you have to, you need to take care of your hygiene, you know, your mental health in terms of how you interact with other people, but your physical health as well too. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a full circle. They all connect. I noticed with me when I, when I start working out, I start feeling more inclined to take care of my skin. I start feeling more inclined to trying to get better clothes, trying to do better things related to the things that are going on around me. So I always realize that they all are interconnected in that ultimately you sometimes got to start internally and recognize what your motives are and what pushes you to do things. It, it comes down to knowing yourself as well, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I actually... And actually trying to find the routine for you. Like I remember when I 
when I started my Michael though, when I started my when I started my workout journey, I used to bust out doing like four sets to fifteen, four sets to twenty. And I and I actually sat down one day and I thought about it. I'm like, my guy, you're not trying to be no bodybuilder out here. No, you, man. If you, if not, there's if there's one thing Justin is, he never gets tired. I don't know how I think <laughs> I think I think it's a short people syndrome thing. So, so SPS, if you know about it, let me know. But, but labels on it. Okay. No, but no, but he's 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 got the feel in it, and when this brother does things, he starts to, he starts to seem superhuman. But that's just the type of person he is. And I also want to point this out there. You can't always do it like the next person would do it. Right. You can't. Your journey is not going to be the same. There's right. this nope. saying like, "There's five fingers, none of them are equal." So meaning I can't, that I can't work out with him, Michael. I can't work out with Michael. I can't yeah, finish a full Mike workout with if Michael. If if you haven't caught on from the beginning, I can't, I can't work out with any of them. So it's just I can't just like nothing he does. Nothing. Yeah. This is mild, isn't it? I mean, and always, like, really, honestly, try your best. And don't be afraid to fail. Because everybody in that gym or wherever you are has failed mostly. Most of the times while they're in there. Like, it's a learning curve. Embrace it. Don't, don't be discouraged by it. Just get up and continue to go forward. Because everybody, oh. wherever you are, has failed and failed in whatever they're doing. They're just like you. Like, and I had to, I had to realize that. Like, um, with your mental I, health, with your physical health, excuse me. Like, you're gonna fail. Like, with the start, like with the start of my work, I didn't really like working out in front of people because I was like, I was, I thought I was gonna be like laughed at because they're gonna say, oh, he don't know what he's doing. Uh, he don't know what he's doing. He just doing this just to do that. And I'm like, I had to realize once again that we are all here for basically the, the same reason. Hmm. And like, really, once you actually sit down to think about it, people don't really look at you in the gym. They do, but they don't at the same time. They'll, they'll, yeah, they'll notice like, your gains. They'll notice that you're losing weight. And they say, hey, I was looking at you. Yeah, you might have failed a couple of times, but yet you still did what you got to do to get it done, and I'm proud of you. And then you build that community within the gym, and it it it, it gives an offspring to other people. There's been so many times where I've been in the gym. I saw one guy doing one workout, and I was like, "Hey, bro, do you know do you know me? You want you can learn from being in a gym with the honestly." I'm gonna be the better the the better the like the physique and all the stuff the people we have the research is insane, bro. Some people fitness is a science to them, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm doing workouts with one guy <laughs> and he's over here like, bro, the power of resistance working out, and I'm over here crying. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, <laughs> off of off of motions I ain't never did in my life. I'm just sitting here like, oh. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah. 
it, so comes, I just... it comes from within too. Mentally, yeah. you have to be prepared to ask for help. You have to understand that, yeah, this is my journey, but at the end of the day, people can help me. Nobody is laughing at me. It comes from you having a complete understanding that not everybody is against you, you know? If you're not healthy mentally, it's going to be hard for you to believe that other people want to help you. I also want to put this out there. Anything you do, do it for yourself. That's right. Don't do it for your uncle. Don't do it for your auntie. Not your father or your mother. Do it for yourself. Meaning that if you're going to work out, work out for yourself. Don't work out. I know different factors in your life might be a reason to motivate you. But also along the line, don't let that be the only factor. It can't be the factor that gets you started. But don't let that be the factor that keeps you going. Keep you, what keeps you going is if you want it. So, yeah. That's just what I wanted to point out there. Stop looking at yourself in the camera. You ugly. Bruh. Bruh. I'm trying to look like... I'm trying to look and see if I got the... You know, the crackhead lips. You know what I'm saying? When you got the white... The white ring of death. <laughs> you, you ain't never had the white ring of death? Anyways. Wow. <laughs> you really we, said that on camera. As, as we close, this is, this is a great chat about physical fitness. Hope y'all actually got a got a bit of information of what uh, we all say because we have our own little takes of it. But uh, before we get off this topic, I just want to talk about the people. I just want to talk about the people in Planet Fitness. Y'all, <laughs> y'all gotta y'all gotta stop stand on that darn bench press for about forty five minutes. Obviously, like I'm not gonna hold you. I'm not gonna hold you. I went to the gym last week. I I did upper body. Upper body is basically back, shoulder, chest, arms, and maybe ab if you wanna throw that in there. I did my whole like arms, and it took me like maybe thirty minutes, maybe fifteen. While I was doing that, this one man was just on the bench. On his phone, I'm like, bit dog, people gotta use this stuff. Be cons basically, if you go to the gym, be considerate of other people. I understand, like, this is your time and this is your space, but be considerate of others. We're trying to get in, get out, and go home. But you stand on that bench for X amount of hours on your phone. I understand the rest is important, but my guy, my gals. Be considerate of it, please. Justin needs to work out. I don't even. I don't even go on the bench. <laughs> I don't even go on the bench no more. It just. <laughs> Justin needs to work out, y'all. Already, already know. Finish it. Already know on Mondays that bench. Oh, it's there. You not getting on that bench unless you run. No. Monday, Monday is no bueno when it comes to benches. You not catching one. If you, you do, you try lifetime. Run. You should try a lifetime fitness, bro. No, because um, <clears throat> I'm actually they're actually uh making the crunch fitness down here in Savannah, Georgia. So um, I've never been to crunch fitness. No. It's it's a it's a emasculate uh, facility. Emasculate. But um, yeah, they haven't they have I've been to one in Atlanta, so I basically know what it is all about. Um, 
but it's a, it's a it's a great facility. So uh, whenever they get that kicking and going, I might just ship my old ass to Crunch besides Planet Fitness because I can't. I don't think I could do Planet Fitness no more. I think I've outgrown Man. Planet Fitness. Yeah, we know. We both know where you're going to, Justin. It's okay. Um, but but yeah, any. Any 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 fitness facility is great as long as you just like we all said from the jump, stay consistent wow. with it, have that mindset. I am excited for Nicole Field. Watch, I'm about to get back on my hooping. I'm about to get back on through. I'm about to get back into my leg strengthening. I'm gonna nice. be dunking by the end of the year. Quit playing with me, y'all. Guys, guys, his his ankle being healed, bro. He's just too scared to go back. Uh, it's not big. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I can't even lie about that one. <laughs> I've been crying because of this ankle, boy. <laughs> I'm walking around like I'm Curry. Two ankle braces. This guy here, but it was it was a great chat about physical fitness, y'all. Boy. Guys, you know what I'm excited about. You know what I've been waiting on. Before you get to that, before you get to that, <laughs> um, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Uh, Give us a few little feedback of the topic that we talked about uh, today, physical fitness. You know, just just do what you can do and be the best out of it. Back to you, Michael Bed Dog. So, guys, you know what? Well, you know what? You know what? You know what aspect we're walking into? Aspect. You know what? You know what? <laughs> Keep it to yourself, man. <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to find the right word, didn't it? But we're we're back into. The Would You Rather section, mm. hosted by dear brother Justin. So, <laughs> go ahead. As we give our responses, go ahead and comment your responses below, because I'm excited for today's questions, isn't it? So over are to you, you, Justin. Are you Are you ready for today's Would You Rather? I'm ready, man. You don't seem like you're ready, but anyways, y'all know the drill. Would you rather? Four questions, four replies in the comments below. Which one you would do? Which one you would do? I think I fucked that up, but it's okay. So, the first one is, would you rather be in a food fight or a water balloon fight? Water balloon. Water balloon. Man. Ooh, it would feel so good. I can't, I can't be having pepper sprayed on me, bro. Sorry. (laughs) Especially, <laughs> especially African pepper. If you get down the wrong hole, it's over. It's over with. Man, so over with. Peace. So, so y'all telling me y'all never wanted to start a food fight in school, whether it was no. high school or middle school. Boy, y'all ain't no. living. No, bro. No, 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 no. There's a there's no. a difference between food fight and flower fight, or <laughs> food flight and throwing bread at each other fight. Nah. Nobody <laughs> ain't nobody affording flower in middle of high school. No. But anyways, next question. Would you rather have the ability to teleport or the ability to fly? <clears throat> oh, that'll be fine. That's just easy. Should I go first? Go ahead. Teleport. Oh, oh, let me put on my mask and fly. No, no. Oh, no, you're going to be in a cave. You're going to be on your Batman-ish. No, no. I don't need to do all that, man. I just need to be, at the count of three, I'm gone. 
One, two, three. If I, had, if I had Superman's body, I would, I would fly. But I have a yeah. We know why you would fly. Let me fly. I'm gonna get over here. <laughs> Is that your lift off? Justin, how do you think you're going to look flying? And then how fast do you think you could really fly? Because you can't really fly that fast without burning yourself alive or freezing to death. Let's be honest. So realistically speaking, you get too high in altitude, you could freeze to death, you could you could die because you ain't got no air. No. No. I'm going to just teleport. Imagine teleporting, you can just push a nigga and run. Why are you so violent, man? <laughs> what you say? <laughs> it's like last week all over again. This man said, Paul, you gonna beat somebody ass. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> with the ability to teleport. <laughs> you in the back of their house, which you do, they at the front door. Uh-huh. All right, I love it. Y'all teleport to the wrong place. Y'all can get shot up at. Oh, oh my god. What do you mean? I can control that. Oh, oh let me teleport off of Earth. You know where I'd like to teleport to? Where? Comment to the session below. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I hate it here. Anyways. Wasn't, wasn't that a good joke? It that was, was, was really good. I already okay. told you. I already told you, man. I'm gonna put a Please list together. <laughs> Anyways, as we continue, would you rather? <laughs> would you rather be ashy for a month or have stink breath for a month? Ashy. If I, have, if I have stink breath, I won't be able to talk. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna look like if I'm ashy, though. <laughs> I can take ashy. You, on the other hand. You you look like, bruh, bruh, oh. What you got some powder? Man, I think I'll take the ash though because you know when people smell that breath, they just want to run. If the breath is bad, they want to run. All you gotta do is put on a mask and just smell your own breath. Sure, you might pass out, but hey. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> you gonna walk around here like you banged up? Walk around this mug like you, like you, like you, T'Challa. Well, they got air purifiers for a reason, man. That's what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. So, I'm gonna take that. I'm you gonna take the, the the ash? Yeah, I just put on lotion every five seconds. I just walk around with a bottle of lotion. You still gonna be ashy, but dog. <laughs> Up. Oh, no. I, just, I just wear a, wear a long sleeve, long sleeve like this. I'm walking around like this. All right, you can be hot in the summertime. Ooh, I'll be dead. I'll be tired. Right. I'll be like that for a whole month. I got you. I did say four, but I got two more. Uh, would you rather have the ability to talk to animals or fluently speak every language? Can you say that again? Would you rather have, <clears throat> would you rather speak fluently in each language or have the ability to talk to animals? What I gotta talk to a dog for? Tell me what are we talking about. 
I mean, you so violent that you'll probably tell a dog to bite Michael in his ass. No, this one, this one, <laughs> this one, he can't even see the difference between his own reflection and himself. And you want me to have conversation with this one? No, I'm not talking with that one. Half of the dogs, they don't even know the difference between their own reflection and themselves. Yeah, man. I'd like to. I'd like to. I'd like to not be like, chomp, 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 to Chinese people. You <laughs> know? I'd, I'd, I'd like to be like, oh, speak the language. Instead of being like. <laughs> like I'd like. I apologize for any cultural ignorance. This is why. <laughs> no, I would, love no. to say, I would love to speak to like indigenous no. tribes. That would be really cool. No, because I, I did that when I was really young, before I did that. And the man just looked at me like this. I know, you almost looked your ass. You were ready to beat some. He just looked at me like this. Yeah. Chomp, 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 chomp. Okay, we get it. All right. Last. Uh, would you rather? I know what I didn't do. Uh, Justin, don't <laughs> answer this question. That's true. I don't really answer. Fine, I'll answer the questions. Uh, the first oh, one was food fight. Food fight a water balloon. Uh, I picked the food fight. I always want to start a food fight. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, teleportation or fly? I'll teleport. Yeah. Um, I I have to take that action. It's for two hundred, Alex. Um. And I would actually enjoy talking to animals. So, you know, if I get into, like, some type of trouble and I see a bird, see a bird, hawk, you know, I could just call them niggas sick on you. Don't worry about that. Imagine, imagine seeing a deer in the road and be like, hurry up, I have a place to go. Hurry up. Yeah, move the way, move out of the way. No, just... Imagine this, not not saying I do this. Just say like a police is behind me and they trying to chase me. All I gotta do is call my dares and get on that nigga. <laughs> okay. You're gonna call a wild chupacabra, just mm-hmm. call a wild chupacabra mm-hmm. when you're out in the woods, huh? All right, man. Justin's that type of person. I'll be a big homie, huh? I'll be a wild thornberry. I don't care. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I to be able to go anywhere and speak to everyone the way they want to be speak to. Boy, I'd be a hopping so quick. I'd be learning the Quran so easy, boy. I wouldn't have to go through none of that. None of that learning another language. That's hard. Learning other languages is really, really difficult. I think I'll probably want to learn a sign language before any other language, but we'll talk about that another time. So the last would you rather for tonight is would you rather have John Morant's vertical or Stephen Curry shooting? Stephen Curry shooting. My vertical is just a reflection of my knees. My knees gonna be done for <laughs> after a while. I'll take it. I mean, you, but you just said you wanted the dunk before this. Yeah, over oh, it. I can still develop a good. That's, that's humanity for you. You yeah, love I to go back on your word. Mm-hmm. Humanity for you. First off. They can't I pick. can't automatically develop Steph Curry's shot. As y'all can see, I cannot but, shoot. 
obviously we're obviously we're speaking about hypotheticals none of us can shoot well sorry some you of us can't, can't shoot <laughs> some of us can't shoot and some of us can't Say shoot it. Say it. michael can't shoot abu can't shoot so <laughs> yeah abu is a better shooter than michael thank you there we go okay three-point contest coming watch out i'm about to end your whole career i don't have one already so it's okay <laughs> I don't have a basketball carrier, I correct myself. I know. Yeah, That's why I'm about to end it again. So, <laughs> as, as for me, since I'm I'm the short one of the group, I have to take that vertical. Because I'm not. I remember. <laughs> I Anyway. Wow. Anyways. Did you know what, guys? Did you know what Abu told me earlier of this, earlier of this, um, earlier before this recording? He said. I never appreciate Justin and never let Justin be great. What did he just do? What did he just do? How can we be speaking? Shut up! I'm not done. How can we be? How can we be speaking about hypotheticals and he still finds a way to bring his fellow man down? Can you imagine? So disrespectful. Let me let me have my choice, and I'm and I'm going to explain to you I wanted my choice. Because I remember uh, we was playing, what was it, a four-on-four? Four? And, of course, I'm like five. Mm. <laughs> I'm maybe like five-four. This is going five-five. I'm really not, but that's beside the point. I'm not five-zero. And I was, he had to be at least five-eleven. And mm-hmm. I tried to go over with a rebound. And I just jumped out of instinct. But he was like, get up, little nigga. I was like, nigga, what do you mean, get up? <laughs> No, he's wrong for that. He's so wrong for that. But that's why I choose a vert because uh, I got a short stature, man. We all we all can't be Goliaths around here. Somebody got to be a David. Some people are great too. We are Robinson. He had a great career. Uh, boo, I don't like you right now. <laughs> Honestly, he's just chatting nonsense, man. Uncle Chris, Uncle Chris, he had a great career. Justin, I'm gonna take Curry shooting. No, you got it. You got it. You got it. Okay, so that has been Would You Rather. Once again, put in the comment section which one you'll do. That's the end of what we got today. Once again, our boy, great night. Been a pleasure being around you guys. We just hear that. The public, the best that we can, voicing our opinions, vocalizing our opinions the best way possible. Um, and once again, hats off to each and every one of you. Hats off to our uh, followers. Hats off to our subscribers. Hats off to the people that um, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. We just got TikTok up there. We yeah, TikTok man, them be going crazy, isn't it? You know, wild. It's wild. We about to become TikTok famous one day. Our numbers gonna go up one day. Just, just pray for us. Pray for our hello. Family. It's the one day for me. Pray. Soon. <laughs> that too. Just continue to pray for us as we come through this grind. You know. Once again, that's just been the What You Saying podcast with my boy Michael. Yo. My nigga Boo. 
we're no longer lit live on local. Why? Because we out. We out.